1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Thunderstruck. Our look back at the uh, career, the greatest matches of Wanjushin Thunder Liger as we count down to his impending retirement on January 5th, uh, 2020. Uh, also, January 6th is the, uh, at, uh, at uh, Oda City Gymnasium. I think that's right, it's, it's, uh, New Year's Dash is going to be his actual retirement center, but his last match will be on January 5th at the Tokyo Dome. We'll talk a bit about that with our guest today. Uh, my name is W.H. Park. Of course, I host the monthly uh, Post Perez Show with John Pollock, but uh, today joining me is one of our unique standalone guests and uh, a familiar voice, I'm sure, to many people who have uh, followed me throughout my podcasting career. It's Jojo Remy. Jojo, how are you?
0: W.H., how's it going? Good. This is, uh, you know, I think this is, uh, the match we're going to talk about today is a a little um, appropriate given, you know, the circumstances of the retirement match you mentioned um, and my making my return, you know, it's like kind of like an old partner slash old rival type thing going on. Um, Not that we're rivals in any way, but um, two people that haven't been. In the wrestling ring uh, with each other for a while, and two people that haven't been on a podcast with each other for a while. So,
1: well, not since the uh, uh, you know the episodes of uh, Cruel Summer that you did earlier this year, but it's been a while, that's for sure. Um, so, let's talk about Jushin Thunder Liger, and uh, you, of course, are a big wrestling fan, a big follower of professional wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling. What does Jushin Thunder Liger mean to you as a fan, Jojo?
0: Yeah, I mean. To me, Liger, um, he's a constant, right, in my wrestling fandom. Uh, I've been following Japanese wrestling um, for about 20 years. Not, you know, continuously, but, you know, from when I started to to today, we're at 20 years, and he's been there the whole time, obviously. Um, you know, and he just represents to me... Uh, like I said, a cornerstone, a constant in in the world of Japanese wrestling. Whether it's his 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 matches, which we're gonna talk about, one of my my most favorite. Um, you know his theme music, his costume, which isn't particularly Japanese, but um, um, yeah, he's just he, you know, he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and he's a he's an icon, and um, you know, I'm I think he could keep going. You know, physically, he's still having He's still capable of having good matches, so you know it's it's somewhat bittersweet. But you know what? That's not it's not very common in wrestling that you know someone uh, packs it up when you know before they should. So, and I'm obviously very happy for Liger to be able to to walk away on his own terms. And um, yeah, I'm somewhat you know a little bit sad about it now that I think about it. But um, you know, it's uh, an amazing career
1: you know you you mentioned like he's kind of you know in in great physical shape seemingly like i i i'm kind of wondering about what the severity of his like any injuries he might have just because like we'll talk about it when we get we talk about his last match what you think about it but um you know like it's incredible though like if you look at people who came after him, the generation that followed him, the, you know, the fabled kind of third generation of like Nakanishi, Nagata, Kojima, and Tenzan, like, he, he seemingly looks like he, he's in better condition than all four of those guys, it's, you know, especially someone like Nakanishi and Tenzan, and and he's had a, hell, a career just as arduous and as strenuous as, as any of those guys.
0: If not more so, yeah, and, you know, been through um, <clears throat> non-directly related to wrestling uh, type issues, you know, along the way. So yeah, his physical condition is very impressive and I would certainly say that he's in the best shape out of those guys that you mentioned and, you know, for his age and, you know, just in general, always been in in great shape, so.
1: So, let's talk about um as of this recording, they've they've announced his last match and that is a tag match where he will team with Naoki Sano, one of his uh generational rivals. Is I guess his first real big rival. Uh, in New Japan for wrestling after he became Liger and then they're going to take on the kind of this new generation of rivals uh uh, Ryo Lee the former Dragon Lee teaming with Hiromo Takahashi and what are your thoughts about this being Liger's last match
0: ever yeah I mean I think uh as my cat walks across my keyboard here I'm uh You know, I'm a little um, disappointed in that I would have liked to see him in a singles match. But um, I think this is an interesting matchup. I don't really think of Sano as, you know, a partner. Obviously, like you mentioned, they were really rivals. But that's still kind of the same story with Dragon Lee and and Hiroma too. So um, I think it's a fitting matchup. Um, So that's happening on January 5th, right? And on the 4th, we have the six-man
1: the six man, yes. With he's where he's facing really a lot of his generational rivals and teeing yeah. a lot of the people that he's really deeply associated with.
0: Yeah. So you know, if it were up to me, like you know, not fantasy booking, but I would have switched the those two matches. Right. I think the one he's doing on the fourth is a bigger deal, and just in terms of well, obviously we'll get into it in a bit, but of the people that are involved in that match, um, you know, and it, it probably could have been a six man, not an eight man. Um, but to me, that's almost the real retirement match. And the one on the fifth is kind of like the passing the torch to Hiromu is kind of how I think of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's fine. Uh, I think it's actually a good thing that on the fourth, he's kind of like opening the show. I think that, you know, will definitely, um, you know, energize the crowd and, you know, that theme music hitting, uh, for one of the last times is going to be amazing. Um, yeah, I guess I have mixed feelings on the matchups. It would have been cool to have one more singles match, um, but do you really want to watch Sano and and uh, Liger in the Tokyo Dome in a singles match? I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah, not. I don't have very strong feelings one or the other. I guess.
1: I I would have preferred a singles match, not with Sano, but uh, you know, like someone like Will Ospreay or Hiromu in a singles match. I think to do that passing of the torch, like a like a proper one where maybe like whoever the winner of the, you know, the IWGP junior heavyweight title match the night before, maybe, you know, they could have done some angle where they could you know, challenge Liger. Hey, I want to, I want to establish myself as a strong champion by beating the greatest champion in the history of this company, as far as the junior heavyweights go and, and, and
0: you know, cement
1: yeah. kind of their legacy as the, the next ace of that division. Uh, but again, we're getting to fantasy booking here, but I, I kind of feel like with all these tag matches that he's been doing on this kind of, you know, quote-unquote retirement tour, like his last match in the United States was in a tag match, you know, and he was on, you know, same with a guy named Aaron Solo, and, and, he was on, and he was on the losing end of that match. He didn't get pinned, but still, I just think it's a weird thing to do, like all these kind of tag matches that seemingly don't have a lot of, like, I don't know, connection to his history to the sense where, you know, like when they announced it, I I didn't feel like, wow, that makes perfect sense. Like some people did. I, I did it, but that's just me, I suppose. But I, I would have, I would think that there's something to maybe his actual physical condition. Maybe he can't do it or he doesn't want to do anything too strenuous. And like the last match he had in a singles in, in, as part of this tour, was like the match against Minoru Suzuki.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, let's say word on the street is that this match was actually supposed to be uh, a different partner for Hiromu. And, you know, Dragon Lee's situation kind of, he you know, he kind of fell into their lap. And I, I don't think he was originally intended to be uh, Hiromu's partner. Actually, I heard that his original part was supposed to be Bushi. Um, and from that perspective, I'm happy that it's Dragon Lee. Um, but yeah, it is a little bit weird to have him go out on in all these tag matches and not really be the focus, um, of this kind of retirement tour. I would have liked to see it, you know, him be more the focus and, you know, have more callbacks to his, his lengthy career. Um, but it's not really about that, right? It's about, you know, getting as many people as they can on this Tokyo Dome card and, um, you know keeping it interesting for the current generation of fans who maybe uh you know don't know who anybody in the the 8 man are you know of the the non current roster guys so you know it's i guess it's kind of hard to please everybody but um i think all in all um it's a fitting um array of talent that he's going up against in the you know last couple matches that he's going to have
1: definitely like i i will say that once i get to the tokyo dome get in my seat and these matches start that i'll probably thoroughly enjoy them Uh, i think i'm gonna probably enjoy the uh the the january 4th match a bit more because as you're alluding to like the 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 people in that match especially on the other side have so much connection with joshin liger as we'll talk about today because one of the people in that match is in this match that we're going to talk about what match are we going to review today here jojo
0: so we're going to be talking about a match from February 1998 between Jushin Thunder Liger and, in my opinion, his greatest rival, Shinjiro Otani.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm of the same sentiment about Otani being his greatest rival. Um, for those of you who have been following this series, this will be the third Liger versus Otani match that, that we have reviewed uh, previously uh, we talked about uh, the February 9th 1997 match uh, with Daniel Makabe and then also uh, Martin Bushby joined me on a previous episode to talk about the March 17th 1996 match and both those matches were were awesome Uh this match is awesome. I'm spoiler here. Like I, I'm, we're gonna t- we're gonna gush profusely about this match, JoJo and I. Um, and I gotta say, like you know, having watched tons of matches with Liger against a bunch of different people, um, you know, Otani's the only person who was picked three different times by three different people. Um, the only one who comes close is probably like Koji Kanemoto as himself and as uh Tiger Mask Three. Um, so I don't know if that really counts, but there you go. Like. You know, like who's synonymous with Liger from the 90s? It's like Otani, uh, Benoit, Kanemoto, and El Samurai are kind of like the the big four, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I would say, you know, if I had to pick a guy from the 90s, obviously it would be Otani. And if I had to pick a guy from the 80s, it would be Sano. But yeah, you know, I thought about Kanemoto. Um, I thought about picking one of the Black Tiger tag matches. Um, Sasuke, he comes to mind. Um, obviously Benoit, but yeah, to me the and we'll talk about it, but you know the intensity of the rivalry here is most compelling.
1: Yeah, I think you can see it's evident in not only their singles matches against one another, which there are quite a few. Um, but in a lot of their, their multi-man tag matches and their straight-ahead tag matches, of course, Shinjiro Tani would team with people like, like Koji Kanemoto against Liger and various people like El Samurai or Chris Benoit or, or Black Tiger Eddie Guerrero. But also with his—the the guy most synonymous with him as a tag team, uh, that would be Tatsuhiro Takaiwa, uh, one of my favorite tag teams of all time. I think the greatest team to ever hold the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, and they were the first tag team to do so. Um And then Kanemoto would, you know, feud with them, uh, with Minoru Tanaka as the junior stars, but getting a little ahead of ourselves. But, you know, one thing that's really interesting about their rivalry is that, you know, Otani always had, as his backup, as his partners in a unit, kind of, was Kanemoto and Takaiwa. And usually against Liger and against El Samurai and maybe, you know, like, Later on, people like Kendo Kashin, but also you know Norio Hanaga and, and 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 Wild Pegasus and and people like that. So it, there's it encompasses a long time, Jojo. This this rivalry, both in like tons of tags and and tons of singles matches.
0: Yeah, almost ten years, right? Yeah, it, uh, maybe like ninety two through around this match. Really, um, a, a, a pretty long run of them centering the the junior division on you know liger and his masked or foreign partners against the three pissed off guys wearing black trunks um and you know they got they got a lot of of, a lot of awesome matches out of it you know the one we're going to talk about it none the least
1: yeah um one thing i i always think about when i think about like you know otani and liger is like you know there, there seems to be like some kind of the theme going through this rivalry with these units of like, like you said, like Otani, Kanemoto, and Takaiwa, just wear black trunks, black boots, black knee pads, and, and very basic look. Like they're they look like they're still young alliance in the New Japan system, and they're going against like always, usually like the more colorful wrestlers in in, in New Japan Junior Division, like Liger and Samurai, and all. Usually, they're always fighting against the the mass dudes, and I think there is something to be you know like read into the, into that kind of a situation into that rivalry between these guys who we're wrestlers you're fucking cartoon characters we don't like you so we're going to beat the piss out of you every chance we can get
0: yeah definitely right. um you know and i think uh just one thing i want to add to that is that you know the current scene in new japan particularly really doesn't have that dynamic and it's something watching this match uh you know made me kind of miss
1: Oh yeah, I totally miss the 1990s era and the early 2000s era of, of New Japan Juniors. Um, I don't think we have as much of a you know clear focus on that division. As we did back in the past, back in like 1998. Um, but, but let's get to this match. It's Liger versus Otani, February 7th, 1998, the, uh, Fighting Spirit 1998 tour. This is day 10 of that, uh, tour. It's from the Nakajima Sports Center in Sapporo, Hokkaido, the northern part of Japan. And it's for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title and, uh, you know, kind of a role, role reversal here, JoJo. It's Otani who is the defending champ and not Liger.
0: That's right. So Otani uh, beat Samurai, beat El Samurai at the Nagoya Dome on August 10th, 1997 for the J-Crown. Um, and the IWGP junior title was part of the J-Crown uh, at the time. And then later that year in November, they disbanded the J-Crown and Otani kept the IWGP title so that it was in that reign that they had this match. And this was his sixth defense of the title. Um, his record with Liger going into this match was two and 10. Um, and he's coming off a win against Liger, but he's zero and two in title matches against Liger, um, including the one that you mentioned um the previous year in the same building in uh february 1997 that you already talked about
1: yeah that's that's with uh, the show with uh, daniel Maccabe. please check out the the show with daniel the show with martin we gush profusely about both Liger and and of course uh, Shinjiro Otani. I, I think that's going to be a theme in this in this episode. <laughs> Jojo said, this is a Liger show. Obviously, we're going to we're going to try to focus a lot of our analysis on Liger, but my God, we are we are going to be praising the shit out of Shinjiro Otani I think in the next couple, you know, next 45 to 60 minutes.
0: Definitely. Uh one more note on Liger real quick. So, he's coming off uh, a January 4th match against Ricky Choshu for Choshu's retirement match, um in which he had lost in five minutes to Choshu. Um and uh he's built up some momentum um you know on this tour, mostly in tag matches against the guys we were talking about. Um but, you know, we're gonna talk about the structure of the match and how they kind of framed these two guys, but you know, Liger was riding some momentum, but not as much momentum as the way they wrestled this match would leave you to believe.
1: No, definitely. We'll, we'll talk about that. So we start the match uh, and we see, uh, you know, that Kochi uh, Kanemoto and Tetsuya Takaiwa are in Otani's corner, obviously. Uh, in Liger's corner, we have El Samurai and uh, Kendo Kashin, who is now like a coach over in... Uh, uh, the WWE Performance Center in uh, Full Sail University in Florida. Uh, they're, they're his corner. So this is kind of like the the battle lines are like, you know, Liger, Kashin, Samurai against uh, the team of Kanemoto, Otani, and Taikaewa. And like some people would be, you know, inserted here and there on either side. But that's kind of the core here in 1998.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, they structured this whole tour, basically these six guys going up against each other and you know, as you mentioned, over the previous several years, it would be this general framework with a couple couple moving parts.
1: Yeah, so they, they lock up to start the match, and Liger pushes Otani into the ropes. Uh, Liger breaks the, the hold and, and backs up, but Otani doesn't stop. He, you know, he doesn't pause nothing. He just charges right back into the, the lockup with Liger. And they're just like, it's super intense in the first, like, 10 seconds of this match, JoJo.
0: Yeah, the mat work that they went into after the first lockup was really intense. Right from the the opening bell, it was super intense. And you get the sense that Otani doesn't want to give Liger too much space. He wants to keep him close. He wants to kind of try to wear him down. Um, And, uh, you know, right away you can see that basically Liger is presented as the stronger of the two, even though uh, Otani has the title.
1: Yeah, so that's a good point that you make like, like Otani kind of wants to just keep Liger close to him. He doesn't want to give him any space because a lot of his offense requires like, you know, Liger to, to use some speed and some, some momentum. So there's another lockup and, and, uh, they break up the, the lockup here. And then, uh, Liger backs up and Otani charges back at him again. But this time, like Liger's ready. He hits him with this beautiful shote right off the bat and just like kind of sends him flying head over ass, uh, they go for uh they go for a count uh, otani kicks out and does this amazing sell job where he the camera didn't catch it but i'm pretty sure he rolled over to the referee to make sure he didn't actually get pinned he was he did like the the two count like gesture to the ref two count two count right only two i got to get pinned he didn't beat me in the first 3 minutes for my title did he
0: yeah the this is going to be the first time that we um you know focus on otani here but This kick-out from this first palm strike, I mean, this is how you do a close two-count. Textbook, like super, super deep, I guess you would say. Um, You know, it seemed like Liger would have, you know, obviously you don't think he's going to win at this point. But um, whatever makes a good kick-out, this was definitely it. Uh, And then, like you said, like, you know, he grabs his jaw afterwards. He he has a, a clear look of frustration on his face. And he, you can tell that he's thinking, like, I, I can't let this happen again. Like, I got to do something to to counter, you know, this attack. Because if he hits me with another one of these palms in the face, it's probably going to be the end of me.
1: And something that is a recurring theme in, like, these Otani matches that we've talked about here on Thunderstruck is that how good Shinjiro Otani is at selling. And not necessarily like the impact of moves against him but like kind of the psychology of wanting to beat Liger and not be beat by him like so this whole thing where he like you'll see this a lot of his matches where he's he'll try to get a pin on someone after like you know hitting a big move and they kick out and he's just like he looks like he's in despair like when he kicks out of a big move and he he he's not sure like we know he's not he hasn't lost a match but like he doesn't know and he sells this did I I didn't lose the match tonight. like this kind of desperation that really draws you in in so many of his matches.
0: Yeah, um you know I wanted to to wait until we got a little bit more into the match to talk about this but I'll just bring it up now is that I think that what makes Otani such a special wrestler is you know even in retrospect now, especially in retrospect now. Is that there's just always emotion in everything that he does, whether it's tenacity, you know, to grab an arm and and you know, make sure the liger doesn't get too much space, or disbelief at a kickout, or you know, elation when he feels like he's getting close to to scoring the win. Just everything he does is super super full of emotion, and I feel like that's just something that's really lacking today. Um, And one of his strengths, you know, there's other stuff he does great too, but that's just one thing that when I think of Otani, I think of emotion and, you know, I think he may be the best ever at at portraying emotion in wrestling matches.
1: Well, I, I wouldn't argue with you on that point. Uh, Otani rolls out of a Saito suplex attempt and then uh, and takes Liger down with a shoulder block tackle. But Liger is able to hit the uh, suplex from an, uh, from an Otani side headlock later on. Uh, Otani is able to briefly take control with an armbar and a chin lock. But Liger reverses and uh, transitions into an interesting kind of Indian deathlock variation of his Romero special uh, move, stretching out Otani's arms. This is really interesting mat work happening here Liger doing some stuff I've never seen him do before
0: yeah more aggressive than your typical Liger mat work I think which was you know the tone of this match um but yeah, yeah like you know you don't really think of Liger having uh you know strong mat based matches really uh you know especially you know in the earlier stages of his career I guess but uh, that's kind of what sets this match apart. In the early stages, I feel like the mat work that they set up early on, um, you know, really laid the groundwork for most of the psychology of the match afterwards.
1: Liger then goes for the uh, proper Indian deathlock, but Otani escapes by by grabbing a Chimera armbar from the bottom on Liger and starts wrenching on his arm like he just wants to take possession of it for himself, wants to take it home, maybe just you know, put up on his wall on a mantelpiece or something like that. And I I made a note that this is a great example of what what I think this kind of, you know, there's this murky definition of what strong style is. People ask you, what's the definition of strong style? What makes that different from other companies and the style they they have? And I think this is it for me. Like, you know, this is very different from King's Road style that you see in 90s All Japan. It's like, there's a lot of wearing down of, a body part. There's a lot more psychology in the sense of like, you know, King's road is more, a lot of high impact moves to wear down your opponents. Whereas this is, you know, kind of more the grinding away at a, at a, at a body part, uh, especially in matches with like, you know, Otani. But to me, this is like a perfect example. If I was going someone's going to say, what is strong style professional wrestling? I'd say this, this match is a perfect example of strong style. Not that nonsense that they, that they promote in, in the UK, Now, that's not strong style in any way, shape, or form, and it's very, very different from what you see in all Japan of the same era.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, um, strong style is basically three things. You mentioned the submissions, that's definitely part of it. Um, The second part is usually some sort of striking um, martial arts, inspired or not. You know, and this match has that, too, with the, the palm strikes and the the soul butts that we talk about in a little bit. Um and then lastly is a higher level of emotion, which was something that Inoki was known for, right? And obviously, if there's anybody that received that emotion through a slap to the face, it was definitely Otani. Um so those are the three things that make strong style to me. And this match has all three, yeah. Yeah.
1: Liger Escapes But is uh soon put into a series of armbars by Otani. So this is his this is his strategy. He wants that arm from Liger and just just some beautiful transitions from Otani into these various variations of different arm bars and, and arm locks that he's just trying to wear down that arm of Liger.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, it goes back to getting hit in the face with the palm strike in the beginning, right? Liger does the palm, does the show the showda with his left hand, and that's the arm that Otani has targeted since taking it to the the mouth right in the beginning of the match. So, um, you know, to me, this is the story of the match, and he weaves it in throughout. Um, you know, we'll talk about it more later, but he goes beyond the submissions towards the end of the match. Uh, but, yeah, this is it, you know, that the the palm strike in the beginning set this up, and then the rest of Otani's offense, for the most part, is based upon trying to prevent that from happening again.
1: Definitely. Uh Liger uh Otani takes Liger's back and from this position he rubs his forearm into Liger's face. And I made a note that it looks a lot better and looks a lot more effective than that chainsaw fucking nonsense that Kenny Omega does, JoJo.
0: Yeah, there was aggression and it's a little weird because Liger has a mask with like eye cover on. Um but he was doing it hard enough to where I was thinking that it probably hurt. So mission accomplished there.
1: Uh, Liger escapes this and goes after Otani's legs but uh, Otani fires away at Liger, Liger's damaged arm so like what you're talking about he's he's any way he can he's going after that arm so from this bottom position he just starts kicking away at the arm and applies yet another arm bar uh, some great back and forth advantages between these two guys in this match at this kind of like I would say early or I don't know what I say it's the middle part it's, it's getting to the middle part of this match but just some you know like it, there's no rest period in, at all in this match, Jojo.
0: Yeah, it's very intense. The crowd kind of starts off. The crowd kind of mirrors the flow of the match, right? There's definitely some tension even from the beginning, but they start to warm up. But they're this is still not you know, they're not uh, you know stomping in the bleachers quite yet. But, uh, you know, they're mostly building up on the mat here still, yeah. Definitely.
1: Uh, from here, Otani wraps Liger's arm illegally in the ropes and, and shoves the ref away. And uh, who is the ref in this match? I asked you this earlier.
0: Yeah, it's the same guy, actually, that we spoke about in the the G1 final between Akiyama and uh, Tenzan. It's uh, Masao Tayama, so who's not currently uh working in japan i don't think
1: so he sh- shows uh tayama away when he tries to break up the the you know the arm bar that's tied up in the ropes uh, you know he does the five count he just tries it but you know otani's just pissed for some reason he's just pissed at why he's, he's just he's not wanting to let go and this is a, a recurring theme as we'll we'll talk about as we go through the match some more is that otani's just you know kind of going to the edge of the rules. He's like on the edge of getting a DQ. Not that it's very easy to get DQ'd in each fan, even at even at this time, in nineteen ninety eight, but like he's he's just like kind of pushing the fans against him by just taking whatever advantage he can against Liger.
0: Yeah, he does everything short of actually, you know, trying to take his mask off, I'd say. Which would kind of be, I think, a little bit too much. But yeah, he he definitely walks that line of being Beyond cocky, right? He's 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 definitely working heel, but it's not uh, too much. It, I think it's the perfect level of of uh, aggression, and um, you know Liger definitely gives it back to him a little bit. You know when they get into the corner, uh, he you know he, he gives him the boot scrapes or he, he tries to before, and you know that's a great uh, great exchange too. Yeah,
1: uh, before that though, Otani stalks Liger, who's lying in the match, and 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 just stomps away. At the arm as much as he can. He's just like constantly just stomping away. These And these look vicious. Like Otani's great at doing these things. I'm sure he's not actually like hitting it as hard as he can. But you don't know. You, you never know because it's, you know, Japan in the, in the 90s. But like just vicious. There's like this level of like ruthlessness, of viciousness in his assault on Liger's arm. Uh, fortunately for Liger, he's able to hit a released German suplex on Otani and regains the advantage in the map. Uh, in the match, he follows up with a brutal power bomb, one of those like you know Eddie Guerrero on uh, Chris Benoit or Malenko type of power bombs, and then applies the uh, Romero special, which gets a nice pop from the crowd. Jojo.
0: Yeah, I think you know before the submission, he's just dumping Otani like, um, like a little kid basically. I mean, he's just throwing him around. Uh, And it's pretty crazy because Liger is a lot shorter than Otani. Obviously, he's much stockier and more muscular. Um, But the impact with which Otani takes these bumps and, you know, the velocity with which Liger throws him uh, is almost not not typical for for New Japan junior matches at this time. Uh, So it really stood out to me as um, being pretty uh, brutal.
1: I think, like, Liger was the first junior heavyweight I ever saw do, like, a vicious powerbomb. Like, you know, like, something akin to something you would see from, like, Big Ben Vader, you know, WCW and New Japan. Like, so, like, he's always had this power game that people don't really talk about that much.
0: Yeah, I guess I kind of think of, like, how Eddie Guerrero used to do it. And he kind of set the tone, I guess, for the powerbomb in that division. I mean, other than, like, the regular Liger bomb, I think... Because this was not a, a typical liger bomb, right? This was more just like a snap power bomb.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like also like what you know Benoit would do to Eddie on different you know
0: episodes of Nitro
1: as well. Yeah, yeah uh, that's true. Maybe he got it from Benoit. You know, I think that's probably something maybe he lifted because they were like they were good friends, they were partners and rivals as well. Uh, but moving back into the match, uh, Liger moves into a camel clutch, uh, which Otani escapes by biting Liger's thumb, much to the displeasure of the fans. So he's really doing a excellent job of getting these fans to boo him
0: yeah they didn't realize what was happening at first and you could you know you could see it because the camera was right in Liger's face but then when they were standing up yeah the crowd totally realized what was happening and Really gave it to Otani. It was a good, a good moment.
1: Uh, Otani continues the assault on the arm. Uh, Liger blocks another armbar and gets a sleeper on Otani. But it looks more like a choke. It's this subtle, like positioning of his arms under the chin that just looks like and like kind of like he kind of wrenches on it. You can tell, like even with a full bodysuit and a full face mask, you can tell Liger is pissed off with Otani and he's just not having any more of this guy's nonsense.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is the tone that they set from the beginning, and it was really, uh, they kept it up the whole match.
1: Uh, Otani is able to reach the ropes. Liger gets out of another armbar predicament by straight stopping Otani's face. I was like, Jesus, I thought he's going to rearrange the man's nose from this stomp, JoJo.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's payback for what happened a few minutes earlier, right? There's uh, a lot of... Uh, payback, I guess you could say, a lot of receipts happening in this match, and um, yeah, the intensity, obviously, is not coming down anytime soon.
1: And we get to a sequence which you referenced before. Uh, There's chops to Otani in the corner, and then a capo kick. Uh, Liger then follows up with the face wash spot that is one of Otani's trademark moves. Uh, This really pops the crowd, because they're more used to seeing Otani do it, not be on the receiving end of it.
0: Yeah, they totally... Knew what was happening. The first of all, the reaction to the Kip was awesome too. Um, but yeah, they, you know, I think this is kind of the awareness of Liger knowing when to do this, uh, you know, and playing off of the tone that Otani said is kind of the heel in the match. Um, he really just set up Otani to, you know, to get more heat.
1: Yeah, from here, while Liger's doing these face watches, uh, Otani's able to grab Liger's leg, he gets up, he powers out of this like predicament that he's in, he pushes Liger down on the map, and then he wags his finger at Liger, telling him, Oh no you don't, motherfucker, you don't use my own move against me.
0: That was one of his taunts in virtual pro wrestling too.
1: That is true. Uh, Otani then uh, does the face wash sequence himself, including the running version where he hits the ropes on the other side of the uh, of the mat of the ring and runs back and just like boots the guy in the face. Liger in this case, uh, you know something like I'm always like Otani's the one who invented it, and then Kanemoto steals it, and then like Samoa Joe kind of brings it to America, right?
0: Uh, Otani definitely invented it he invented it yeah um yeah yeah, yeah.
1: but it's like it's something that like you know Kanamoto would use a lot especially after Otani leaves to go to zero one and Kanamoto's still in New Japan and then like Samoa Joe adopts it for, you know to great effect himself I thought he was really one of the better people to do it of all the copycats out there but no one matches Shinjiro Otani in doing the uh the face wash and and uh, in the uh, the running face wash running from the uh, other side of the ring there's a two uh, there's a close two count on Otani with a Liger La Magistral Cradle uh, a move that Liger kind of adopted I think from Ultimo Dragon and which used a great effect on a lot of his uh, big big matches Jojo
0: yeah uh, so Otani wrestled Ultimo at the same Tokidom show that Liger wrestled Choshu at um, and there's a relationship there uh, Ultimo being one of those people that at some point was teaming with Liger in in New Japan. So maybe there he's playing off, you know, his relationship with, with Ultimo. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely a nice one.
1: Uh, from here, Liger hits a brain buster. Otani rolls out. Liger follows up with a beautiful plancha. So one of the few, like, you know, kind of dive moves, high-flying moves from Liger at this point, which is, you know, interesting to note that at some point, you know, you know specifically after the his brain tumor operation like Liger really transitions more into being a, a technical wrestler a ground wrestler and, and a power wrestler and really tones down a lot of the high flying moves
0: yeah here he did like a you know a, a dive faint where he you know the the handspring thing you know that Kushida does and Tajiri does and then he just did a normal plancha but it was you know perfectly placed in terms of time and It sets sets up another pretty nasty brain buster on the floor.
1: Oh, yeah. So Liker then hits Otani with this brain buster on the blue mats. But, you know, like, to the point where it's pretty close to the concrete judge. Like I know, like, you protect your opponent on a brain buster. But, my God, like, you know, one slip and you're fucked in this match if if your head hits directly on either the blue mat. I don't care that there's—those mats are really fucking thin. So, like, you really got to be careful. But this is Liker obviously there's a lot of trust placed in like how good he is at executing moves and how well, how well he makes them look, but also how, how well he takes care of his opponents.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's funny you say that because there's one later on in the match where I'm not sure what happened, but, um, you know, it could have been a lot worse, but yeah, this one I think was fine. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about one later on in the match where, uh, let's just say it's, it's good that no one got hurt on it. Yes.
1: Uh, uh like uh uh there's oh sorry uh, Otani recovers and gets on the apron Liger meets him with a series of strikes he runs to the ropes and is met with a beautiful springboard dropkick from Otani straight you know from Otani straight to Liger's mush so he springboards on the top rope and he executes a beautiful dropkick and he and he catches Liger right in the mouth like this is one of my favorite moves of Otani because he's so graceful when he does his move JoJo.
0: he's the best he's he is the best what they call in japanese commentary swan dive offense guy that there is right springboard attacks um i was trying to think like is there anybody today that that even comes close to otani's proficiency with swan dive attacks
1: no, because a lot of people do like you know like AJ Styles and Osprey. They all do like these forearms matches. Very few people do drop kicks or like you know one of uh, Otani's other moves, the uh, spinning heel kick off the springboard. You don't really see it that often, but you know you think about it. It takes a lot of like balance to do a drop kick. You know, like you're you're jumping and then you're using your feet in in offensive manner, like off the springboard, off these slippery you know ropes. You know, yeah, I mean, the
0: spinning just, heel kick too, to get that like twist in the air is, he does that later on, and I think he does three total springboard moves in this match, and they're kind of like building, and they're 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 part of the story, right? This one was kind of more just to turn the tide, on you know quickly turn the tide and be a transition to get uh, Otani back on offense, but the other two were you know integral in the story of the match too, um, so yeah. for— you know, by my estimation, he is the best of all time at these type of moves. Um one guy that came to mind that I don't know uh if you'll agree with me, but I think TJ Perkins does a pretty good job. Uh he might be one of the best that's going today at these types of moves, but um yeah, he's Otani's definitely the best of all time.
1: That's the whole thing. Like T J P is pretty good. A lot of the like springboard stuff it's it's true. Um I haven't actually seen a lot of his recent stunts since he's come back to Japan, so I'm gonna have to Get uh, do deep dive into, like, some of his more recent stuff, which is getting a lot of praise, but uh, from here, <laughs> from the dropkick, Otani follows up with a Liger bomb for a big two-count on Liger. So, he's, like, now using Liger's moves against him. Uh, there's a great reaction from Otani over the two-count. He, like I said, this is what we talked about before. He's like, no, I thought, I, I beat him! You counted slow! That's, that's just all in this despairing look on his face, JoJo. Like, You know, just like he thought he had him and he thought he had him with his own move.
0: He's all emotion. Like that's what makes everything he does so good is that whether it's, you know, disbelief, like I said, or, you know, being completely distraught over getting a two count. um, Yeah, it's it's just everything he does is drips with emotion and. Uh, you know, he does this other thing where he doesn't really do it too much in this match, but he'll like kind of stumble over himself because he's so excited about something, which is also great. Um, but yeah. From
1: from here, uh, Liger reverses the Irish whip, and Otani gets hit with another shote. There's a top row Frankensteiner for big two count there. Uh, Otani hits the beautiful. Spinning heel kick to Liger's face. So he really fucking hates Liger's face in this match, Jojo. Yeah.
0: It's a good thing he's got a mask on because, yeah, there, there's a couple of times where he gets him. Them- you know he would have you would have had the the print of his boot in the on his face that's exactly
1: true a good thing they're like flat sold right so uh Otani hits a series of over the shoulder arm breakers so he's going back to attacking that arm really good strategy from him uh he goes for another arm bar but lawyer gets to the ropes, but Otani won't break and this crowd they are firmly against Shinjiro otani they are booing the shit out of this man
0: yeah the The arm attack didn't stop. You know, he kind of, you know, I'm just watching this match and I'm in awe that, you know, there's, he's really, um, you know, there's not much like him going today. It kind of reminds me of the match that Kushida and Liger had a few years back. Um, Same type of match in terms of the arm. Uh, But yeah, this one has definitely a lot more uh, crowd heat because of, you know, how Otani has presented himself the whole match.
1: Otani hits another springboard dropkick, but this time it's to Liger's outstretched arm. Really, you know, just great psychology here. Uh, straight back to an arm bar, rope break, but Otani doesn't break. And again, the crowd just booing him like so loudly in this match. It's amazing because like, you know, like despite the, his antics or the antics of like Kanemoto and Takaiwa in a lot of their matches, the crowd loves these guys because they're so good at being at being wrestlers you know like there's such great performers that like you can't help but cheer them but like otani is doing everything everything he can to make sure like liger is the hero in this match
0: yeah i mean there's a reason why right We're, we'll talk about that yes at the conclusion of the match but um yeah it's uh, a great great psychology throughout and a great performance by otani but you know, it doesn't. It's not just a one-sided thing. Obviously, we're here to talk about Liger, um, and I think Liger played the perfect foil to Otani here. You know, a lot of times you get that kind of more aggression, almost like tweener type thing from Liger, but this was like straight baby face the whole time from Liger. Other than maybe the the face washing in the corner, but I think the crowd reacted to that how he he wanted them to too.
1: Uh, We're in the midst of the crescendo of the match. There's a show tape, but only a two count. Uh, Crowd pops at the kick out of this. Uh, The the running Liger Bomb. One, two, kick out. Uh, top uh, Top rope Fisherman Buster. Holy shit. One, two, kick out. So like he Liger cannot put away Otani. Otani escapes a top rope brainbuster by I think he's shifting his body his body in, in midair and and landing on top of Liger. I think this is the match. This is the spot you're talking about, right?
0: Yeah. So in my opinion, based on how this happened, I don't think I think Otani was supposed to take the brainbuster and something just something funky happened. Um they weaved it back into the match and he, they eventually got there. Um, but yeah, this was a little scary, right? He lands like right on top of Liger, but I think he gets his, you know, he basically lands on his back and not his head. So it was okay. Um, but yeah, so at this point of the match, something, some some other type of like duality uh, was evident to me is that, you know, you think about uh, Otani with the, the swan dive attacks and at the same time, Liger's like, Okay, well, if he's going to up his game on the swan dive attacks, I'm going to up my game on the avalanche style, the top rope attacks, right? So he did uh, – this is the first one, right? The Brain Buster or had he done a Frankensteiner earlier?
1: He did the – so he did the Frankensteiner. He did the, yeah. the, the Fisherman Buster.
0: The Fisherman Buster, right? Now he goes for the, the Brain Buster too. So I kind of think there's like – A a couple mirror things happening in this match. One of them is the soul butts against the the palm strikes and then the swan dive attacks against the the avalanche-style attacks. And, um, yeah, this is the point where that clicked to me. And it was, you know, when you think about that, like, Liger's one of those guys that has multiple top rope attacks, whether it's the fisherman buster, the the Frankenstein, or the brain buster, um, which which is not very common.
1: It's amazing, like, you know, the proclivity of which he uses these moves and he, he, as far as i know he's never really injured anyone no one's ever been seriously injured in any of his matches
0: and that that fisherman buster was i think the best i've ever seen him do the the, you know, the one you just talked about the brain buster was this one was funky but the fisherman buster was nasty
1: oh yeah it was brutal um uh from here otani recovers he hits a springboard drop kick but this time to the back of liger's head probably i like that that uh target more than the face because like usually his opponents just go flying straight across the ring if they get if they get hit with this particular springboard jojo
0: mm, and it gives him a good chance to you know do his like i'm gonna win type pose and uh you know he, yeah. He puts he
1: puts both of his arms straight up in the air and he's like he's shaking them. He like victory is mine. It's imminent. It's coming. Uh from here, Otani does the motion of the championship championship belt around his waist. He's motioning, "I'm keeping that belt, Liger. You're not getting it from me."
0: Yeah. I mean, I have a huge grin on my face right now just thinking about how good this match is. Um yeah, it's 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 awesome.
1: Liger hits Otani with slaps to the face. He goes for the shote, but Otani uh, ducks and hits the dragon suplex on Liger here. Uh, Otani sells uh, tweaking his knee by pulling off his, his knee pad. He then hits a gorgeous springboard spinning heel kick for a big two count. Uh, now there's this huge Liger call. From the fans, they are well into this match and they really want Liger to win the belt. Uh, there's a series of strikes that are uh dodged by both men, and then Liger hits a shoté to the back of Otani's head. And then, why don't you finish? What is the what 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 happens next after that, Jojo?
0: So then they come back around, and he does he get finally gets the avalanche style brain buster. Uh, is that the finish?
1: That's the, yeah. So I have a avalanche of brainbuster that murders Otani. One, yeah. two, three, and the crowd goes crazy. I'm yeah. going crazy. I assume you're going crazy as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm going so crazy I can't even remember what happens. But if you've talked to me enough times, I know that my memory is pretty bad. But yeah, he he eventually gets to the top row brainbuster, and it um it doesn't seem like they're trying to make up for that spot. Like the time in between the first one and the second one is awesome, right? So, you know, a lot of times, like, a guy, there'll be a botch, and then, like, the two guys will go right back to that same move. This is not that at all. Uh, the time in between the two the two attempts for this move were, were amazing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this match was all about Liger being too much for Otani, and Otani having to do, you know, maybe bend the rules a little bit, you know, go all out to try to... You know, take the arm, the palm strike away from Liger. Then you know these big moves of Liger Bomb. The, that Dragon Tupac is beautiful. Um, yeah, great match.
1: Oh, I, I I think one of the things that I really liked in this closing stretch was the the shote to the back of the head because I think that you know you think about it really would do a lot more damage than than one to the face, and it really sets up the the, the brainbuster, especially from the top rope, really really well, and it just I think it makes it more effective. Um, so yeah, Liger wins the championship. He's presented with the the uh, the certificate from and the trophy and the title belt from uh, Seiji Sakaguchi, who's like I don't is he the, is he the vice president or the president of the company? Like Inoki's pretty much gone except as like a kind of like figurehead, isn't he?
0: Yeah, and Sakaguchi is basically a figurehead too. I think. But he's always kind of been like the second guy, uh, either in charge or even like in terms of like pushing, being pushed in the early days. Um so yeah, he's you know he's definitely around.
1: So he's he's like if you watch old New Japan matches from the from the nineties, uh, the, the the large man, the large older Japanese man who towers over a lot of the other wrestlers is Seiji Sakaguchi. He's uh He's a legend in that company from its beginning. But, uh, yeah, this is an, another great match. It's 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 definitely, you know, up there with any of his, like, high-end matches. Liger's, Liger's high-end matches, of course. Uh, like, this is the third match of, of the Otani series that we've talked about on Thunderstruck. And I'm going to say for my money, I like the 98 match the most of all of the three ones that we, I've covered for this series. But this is awesome. Like... You can't go wrong with any match involving Liger or Tani on opposite sides of the ring, JJ.
0: Yeah, I mean, I picked this one for a reason, right? This one's my favorite one. Um, But yeah, they're all good. You should watch all of them. Uh, This one's interesting because, you know, so originally New Japan just had, I guess it was like a one-hour time slot. So a lot of matches would get clipped unless they were on uh, commercial tapes. You could never really see the full match. Uh, So this one was one of those matches that wasn't really in circulation in its full form. And then not that long ago, maybe two, three years ago, um, TB he did like a a special series uh, for Liger and they were playing full matches. So uh, this match was only available in its entirety, um, you know, for a year or two, maybe three years top. So I think this is one that, not that many people have seen in its entirety, and I think maybe its reputation suffers a little bit from that. Uh, But for me, this is, you know, one of the best matches that either of these guys has ever had.
1: Oh, yeah, and I think if you watch any of their matches, and a lot of any, you know, a lot of Liger's matches from this era, it's like, they hold up incredibly well. They have a lot of very, you know, timeless quality, to them, because I think the work is so tight, the the psychology is off the charts. The the emotions are real from both guys, but especially from from Shigeru Otani, and and everything makes sense. You know, like like you said, they they might have botched that one brainbuster earlier in the match up, but they don't just go right back to it. They they you know they roll through the match, you know, doing other spots, and then they get to a natural point where they can do the brainbuster, and it's, and this time it's the finish. So. I I think you know like you can't you can't really find that many holes in this match, Jojo.
0: Yeah, no, it's to me it's a it's a five star match. It's a a near perfect match. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of uh, the the review. And any final thoughts on uh, Jushin Thunder Liger before we wrap it up here, Jojo?
0: No, I mean he's just he's a legend. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and. Like I said when we started the show, I you know I'm happy for him that he gets to retire on his own terms. But selfishly, I'd like to see him keep wrestling for several more years. But obviously, I don't get to decide that. So congratulations, Liger. Yeah,
1: I think he'll enjoy getting fat and uh, eating uh, nabe at the dojo with the with the new trainees as he is wont to do. Uh, I'm very happy for him, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm as of this recording, it's it's not January 4th yet but I'm going to be at the January 4th Wrestle Kingdom, January 5th Wrestle Kingdom. I'm also going to uh, New Year's Dash, which will have Liger's retirement ceremony. I'm very excited to be attending all three events. Uh, And, uh, you know, like you know, Jojo, you and I will be meeting up in, in the month of January with a, like, a lot of other people flying in from Toronto and from the UK and from the United States. Uh, we're going to be seeing some shows together and, and enjoying a lot of food together. I think that's one of the, our themes is that we, we like to eat together and we're going to share some of the uh, culinary delights of Tokyo to people like John and Wei and, and Martin Bushby and, and so many other people that are going to be dropping in into Tokyo uh, in the coming month.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the wrestling and uh, looking forward to the food.
1: Yeah. And uh, do you have any plugs you would like to uh, talk about? No plugs. No plugs? You got your Twitter, nothing like that?
0: No. No. Go Marlins.
1: (laughs) You're a big baseball fan. That's true. Okay. Uh, Follow me at WFU. W. H. Park 9 on Twitter Uh, please uh, enjoy the rest of the series we're we're kind of on the uh, tail end of the series Uh, I'm not going to say how many episodes we have left but we're we're getting there Uh, thanks to everyone for listening to uh, the series as a whole and for a lot of the positive feedback I've been getting it's very appreciated and on behalf of Jojo uh, until next time until the next episode I will say goodbye